Hello everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Look at the Scriptures in 2023. Happy New Year friends, Happy New Year family, Happy New Year to the, everyone that is listening to me for the first time. I pray that this year 2023 for us is a year of more fruitfulness in Jesus' name. This year, 2023, many lives come to see the glory of our Father through our good works in the name of Jesus. In this year, 2023, door of trance is opened unto us to preach the gospel much more, that many lives might be saved through our ministry in the name of Jesus. This year for us is a year of abundance in the natural and supernatural in Jesus' name. Happy New Year once again, and welcome to this very first episode. Now let's dive in straight into what we have today. Okay, welcome back. So today we will start with meditation. Uh, meditation. So that's what we are going to be discussing for this week. So what is meditation? Now the, the word itself, let's understand it first. Meditation is from a root word medi, medi, which means cure, cure. Um, it, it's where we derive our English word medicine from, medicine. So medi shares a root word with medicine, which actually means cure. Now that will give us a first insight into the word itself in understanding many things. And the very first insight it will give us into the word itself is that meditation is now a kind of an healing, healing balm, right? It's a kind of a therapy. So the question that might be going on in, in our hearts is, is in a therapy for what? Healing for what? What do I need healing for? Where do I need healing? Right? But meditation, sharing the same root word with medicine, already lets us know that it is a cure for something. Now, let us move on. What is meditation? Meditation, it, it is um, thinking, pondering, imagining, and speaking the word of God. That's, it is an act of thinking, pondering, imagine, and speaking the word of God. That is what meditation is. Uh, you see what um, um, you see what the ruminant animals like sheep and goats do. They would have eaten their food, right? And once they have eaten that food, they will now find a place to sit down and we call it regurgitation. They bring back what they have read. They bring back what they have read. And then what they have eaten, sorry. I said read. <laughs> sorry, is eating. They bring back what they have eaten and they will be chewing it again. And as they are chewing it, they are bringing out the nutrients from heat into their body. And when it gets to a point, they swallow it again. They move around and find a place to stay again. Bring out the same thing to, 
to to feed upon again they bring it out to feed upon again so meditation is an act like we said of thinking pondering imagine and speaking the word of god you see this very act right is what now brings about the healing i've not said healing of what i'm still going on is what brings about the healing uh, psalm 77 verse 6 verse 12 i mean psalm 77 verse 12 i will meditate also on all thy work and talk you see that and talk of thy doings uh, you know i said it is thinking pondering imagining in our heart and speaking god's word have given us psalm 77 verse number 12 the same psalm again psalm 119 verse number 15 i will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways i will delight myself in thy statutes i will not forget thy word can you see it's something that is going on going going on in the heart of in our heart right so meditation is a act of thinking pondering imagine you can take joshua chapter 1 verse 8 for your personal studies he said you should meditate in this book of law and it should not depart out of your mouth but but meditate in it day and night now so we said meditation is the healing balm like a therapy for what for what so the act of pondering imagining and speaking god's word it actually has a therapeutic therapeutic effect it has an healing effect on where now this will take us back to the story of the beginning of man in genesis chapter number three uh, let's quickly go there you and i as believers know the story uh, about how man ate a forbidden fruit that God asked him not to eat, you see. And then um, we, we don't we don't need to say much. Those are symbolic ways of saying something that is actually deeper. It's important to know that man did not eat fruit. There was actually disobedience to God's word. Alright, but that is for another day, another podcast teaching. But for today, let's focus on after the man has now eaten the fruit, he has fallen, as it were. So Genesis chapter number three, uh, we're going to start from verse number, verse number seventeen, verse number seventeen. So God has told the God has played a cost on the serpent. He has told the consequences of what man did, the woman did to the woman. Now, he's speaking to the man. Now, he's speaking to the man. Now, so in verse seventeen, he says. And unto Adam he said, Because you have hearkened unto the voice of your wife, and you have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, saying that should not eat, cost is the ground for thy sake. Cost is the ground for thy sake. So take note that God was not cursing the ground as it were. Rather, he was telling man the consequence of the choice that man makes. God gave man a choice to either eat of the tree of life or the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And man chose the wrong one. Uh, so the consequence of his choice is what God is telling him. 
So he now says, cost is the ground for thy sake. It's important for us to know that the ground in this place is not where we plant things as we, uh, as it were, or the ground of our house. No, the ground in this place refers to the art of man. The ground to this place refers to the art of man. It's very important. Jesus alluded to this ground being the art of man. In the parable of the sower sowing the seed, do we remember? In the parable of the sower sowing the seed, he talked about the ground. When he was going to explain that parable, he let us know that that ground is the heart of man. So because of the disobedience of man, the consequence of that disobedience is that the ground, the heart of man now became cursed. Now, what is that curse? Verse number 18. Tons also and teasels shall he bring forth of to thee, and thou shalt eat the abs of the field. Did you see that now? So, because of that, the art of man now begin to grow what you call tons and teasels. Tons and teasels is naturally what we understand as weeds, weeds, weeds. And then you know that if if you ask the farmers or you go to a farmland. And you, you don't need to invite weeds to grow. Whether you like it or not, the moment you have a land, naturally weeds begin to grow on their land, on that land. The things you don't want, right? So that for you to walk on that land, you have to clear it and plant something inside it. Are you getting it? Right? So it was man that made his art like that. Verse 19 now says. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread. So, you will also eat bread. That bread refers to the life of God. Are you with me now? That bread refers to the life of God. But he's going to take that one in sweat. In other words, clearing that tons and tissues for man does not become easy. So, there is nobody that wants to plant that will not first cut away the weed and after doing that, you will now consistently keep tending the weed of the field so that they do not compete with the maize, cassava, or whatever good thing that you have planted on the field. Are you with me? Alright, so the meditation is actually what heals the art of man. So the fall... The consequence of the fall that we see in the story of Genesis chapter number 3, verse 17, 18, and 19, that tons and tissues growing up in the heart of man, it is the meditation that we do, that we heal that very particular thing. It's very important. We must pay attention to that. So, I said meditation is a cure. So, it is a cure for the tons and tissues that is growing in our heart. Naturally, as human beings, we grow tons and tissues. It's a function of the curse. And meditation, thinking, pondering, imagining, speaking the word of God is now an healing, is now the healing, is the balm, is the healing balm. It is the therapy for the art of man that grows tons and tissues. And don't forget, you will do this in the sweat of thy face. In other words, it's not going to come easy, right? So, meditation is not something that I expect that it will come easy, right? It takes effort. Now, let us go on. 
All right, so welcome. So I want to talk about the differences of meditations. Uh, the differences of meditations. Uh, you might have seen things like yoga. Uh, you see the yoga pose uh, where they sit down, they spread their hands, and then they look at something. Or you can see people that chant mantra, right? Uh, yoga is yoga meditation is different from biblical meditation. Uh, yoga meditation it's a kind of meditation where they empty their minds they empty their heart completely and once they empty that heart completely right once they empty that heart completely it will now be filled by whatever demonic things that is available at that time to fill their heart right so don't be shocked there is meditation in the world there is meditation in christianity in in in, in there is biblical meditation and there's also meditation in the world like um applying a bomb to um or applying drugs to the places where we got wounds that is exactly what meditation does it works on the heart the soul the mind of man but we must be very careful that Christian meditation is different from um, Eastern medicate meditation. Very different. And you will see these people, they will also tell you that um, meditation is this, meditation is that. That's true. Yes, that's true. But the way it's done for us is different, right? We don't empty our minds. We fill our minds with God's word. In our own meditation as a Christian, we do not empty our minds. I'm telling us the differences of meditations that we have. We fill our minds with God's word. In their own meditation, it has posture. There is a way they sit or there is a way they stand. In our own meditation, it does not have posture. You can be sleeping on the bed and meditate and sleep off. You can wake up in the middle of the night and meditate and, uh, and, meditate and stay awake on your bed. You can be walking on the street and meditate. You can be walking in the house and meditating. Right? You can be playing with your kids and meditating. Right? You can just stay somewhere and meditating. So our own meditation does not require staying in a particular position. No. It does not even require that you go to a place that is very quiet. No. The Eastern meditation requires postures, positions they stay in a particular place, they empty their minds until it is filled by the demonic influences. We don't empty our minds. We fill our minds with God's word. That is the differences between our own biblical meditations and the Eastern meditation. We're learning meditation, right? I'll be back. Okay, so finally for today, we will see the implications of meditation. I will be focusing on one very particular implication of um, uh, meditation. Uh, Mark chapter number 4 verse 3. In the book of Mark chapter number 4, Jesus Christ gave a parable of the sower sowing the seed. I've alluded to it um, today while I was talking about the grant. And in the parable of the sower sowing the seed, it talks about how the seed is sown. There is one by the wayside. It talks about one that um, drops on the uh, on the stony ground. Then it also talks about the one that drops among thorns. 
and he also talked about the ones that drop in the good ground you see all these things that jesus christ is um, talking about is simply referring to meditation that that is that is jesus christ is trying to teach you that the way that the world bears fruit in our lives is through meditation the way that the world bears fruit in our lives is through meditation so that is why the first the first grand the first art right the first grand does not understand right so you, you cannot meditate on what you don't understand meditation is seeking to understand so when you see people that they taught them something and they did not understand they have not taken their time to think upon what they heard right so jesus christ was talking about meditation really 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 you must pay attention to that but this is exactly where i'm going mark chapter number four mark chapter number four verse number 13 and he said unto them please open and see and he said unto them know ye not this parable how then will you know all parables so he told his disciples you do not you don't understand the parable of the sower sowing the seed then how then will you understand all the parables that i'll be talking about in the kingdom of god in other words this parable is what they need to know to know all other parables so i say unto us meditation is that thing we need to know to know all other things in the kingdom of god meditation is what we need to know to know all other things are you with me meditation is what i need to know to know all other things so therefore uh, the very first thing that i will say to us as believer is we first meditate on meditation we first meditate on meditation that is before we even begin to do all other things right let's first meditate on meditation for instance psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 he says blessed are those that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly nor seated in the seat of the scornful nor stands in the way of the sinners he said but his delight is in the law of the lord and in the law does he meditate day and high night it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, which bring forth fruit in its due season. He says, He leaves we not wither, and it brings forth fruit in his due season. Take that one alone first and meditate on it. See the implication of that statement. Is that clear? So the very first major implication of meditation is meditation is something you and I need to know. To know all other things in the kingdom of God. So we do well to meditate first on meditation, right? Before we even start taking all other topics, all other teachings of Christ that we have in his um, kingdom. Is that clear? Okay, so I'll, I'll make a quick recap of what I have said so far. So that it can stick and then in the next episode, I will continue. All right, welcome back. Um, so here is a quick recap. What is meditation? Uh, I said it's from the root word where we have cure, medi, medicine, cure. So it is an act of thinking, pondering, imagining, and speaking God's word. 
right? So this act, this ruminating act, is what brings about the healing. For what? For our soul, for our minds, right? That is exactly what Paul is saying in Romans 12, verse 2. Then differences between the Eastern meditation and Christian meditation. The Christian and Eastern meditation is Eastern meditations empties their minds to be filled with demonic influences. We do not empty our minds. We fill our minds with God's word. Then implication of meditation. Meditation is that thing that I need to know to know all other things. So first, you and I meditate first on meditation before meditating on other things in the kingdom of God. That means we have a grasp of what meditation actually means before meditating on all other scriptures. I'm sure that you have been blessed with this episode on meditation and then I pray that you give your heart wholly to it until it starts bearing fruit in our lives in the name of Jesus. Alright, I'll see you in the next episode. I'm still your faithful host, Hadidola Kwadiyosho. Thank you.